So which one are we going with? I like all of them. What's up, know. chillers? What's up, sup chillers. chillers? Yeah, we'll be real casual. Sup, chillers. Sup, chillers. What's up, chillers? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Spine Chill. This is season 42, a groundbreaking new season of your favorite formerly asymmetrical horror only podcast now, Variety Gaming. Here with uh, one of your co-hosts, John, and uh, another senior co-host here, Gary the Hot Cross. Hello. Uh, fellow senior co-host, Beats. That's me. Hello. And junior co-host, Doug Running Man. Thank you for joining hey, us, Hey, what's up, what's up, Spine Chillers? It's your boy, Running Man. Oh my god, the what? junior co-host always tries too hard with it, right? What? You guys, it was fun before. Anyway. What before? Uh, before? What before? What, before? <laughs> what before? are you talking about? I recall before. Hey guys, thanks for having me. <laughs> just cut it, just cut it out. We've got a fantastic episode for you today. We're going to talk about DVD for two hours, right guys? Yes! yes! Finally! Oh. We're going to talk about DVD for longer than I've actually played it in the last week. Let's go. So let's jump straight in with it. So Dead by Daylight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there isn't really much to discuss, actually. Well, there's, a, got... there's a couple of bits and bobs. Yeah. They, update, they, they've got some stuff week. coming up. Yeah. Yeah, they just There's announced today, uh, as we're recording this, a new mode, Lights Out. I can't which is eagerly anticipated. I can't think of a less fun mode than always being in Dredge's Lights Out mode. Is just not how I yeah. want to play DBD. But I think they want to do more game modes, and this is just the easiest one for them to like test the waters with, where it's just like a simple thing to change, and then hopefully in future they'll do more like actually change the game's mechanics a bit kind of mode so gary's getting more and more upset as you're talking gary's getting upset gary, Quince Easy, e easiest is a really nice way of saying laziest um i just i'm not impressed like people have been calling for a new game mode in dead by daylight for a long time the game is stale it's really fine the game is great like it's never been finer in its life it needs a breath of fresh air and they have gone with <coughs> the simplest laziest option which is let's just turn the lights dark yeah I mean, I right. want to give them. I want to give them props for. I mean, they didn't have to make a new game mode, right? Like, they feel like they're pretty well set. We all thought that maybe they'd get some pressure from Texas Chainsaw, and that is not the case, right? So there's like, every there's no competition at this time. I don't think that there's a whole lot of overlap between Ghostbusters: Spirits Unleashed and Dead by Daylight. I think that people that play Ghostbusters are entirely different than people that play text or that play DVD. So it's like. They're at a point right now where it's like they don't need a new game mode. They're just doing it because they want to. And so I want to give them at least a little credit for that, right? Like, I hate to keep right? arguing straight away, but like, are they, are they not, is this not them reacting to the fact that most of their Fog Whisperers are playing Baldur's Gate 3? Like, I mean, it could be. It the, could the, be. There, there is like no. a huge portion of the players that are like fed up, bored. Their own <laughs> Fog Whisperers are fed up. And mm. they're like, well, let's make another game mode at long last. What's the laziest? simplest thing we can do oh we can move some blueprint wires around just turn dredge mode on like it's the same game you're still doing five generators you're still gonna be powering the exit doors but you won't be able to see your loops you won't be able to see what you're doing it's gonna be frustrating right. yeah really, i feel like, really I feel like bad that, idea that's definitely what the survivor player base wants too is to make solo survivor even fucking harder right like yeah. no that's crazy i know i agree i agree with everything you're saying about the mode being uninspiring like there's nothing about it I we're all content creators that have streamed DVD. Like, what is the number one complaint people have about the Dredge Killer? Right? What the fuck it, I'm doing? It's Nightfall. Right. And nobody likes Nightfall. They're like, oh man, this killer would be great if it wasn't for Nightfall. And they decided to take the most 
frustrating part of his kit and make it a whole game mode. That's a very strange direction to go with your first game mode, I think. I agree with that piece of it. I guess I'm more looking at the glass half full side of like, well, at least they're doing something. They're, they're making a move. They're mm-hmm. doing something. Doesn't and again, Gary, you it make could, a very, very good point that the player base is getting burned up and fed out, burned out and fed up, and <laughs> a lot of the fog whispers are blowing up on other games right now. Lethal Company is very popular with a lot yep. of the fog whispers. Baldur's Gate, which is completely out of the genre, is something that's done well for other fog whispers. So yeah, there's probably are feeling a little pressure there. Mm-hmm. So, yes, point taken, Prince Gary. I just hope that they don't have like low engagement for this and then they're like, people didn't want new modes all along. And it's like, no, we just didn't want that new mode. Yeah, we just didn't right. want one that sucked. I, no. just going. Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee what's going to happen. People are going to play it for a week and then no one's going to play it at all. Hmm. I can see that. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, they just got to come up with better, better modifiers, better modes in the future. So, I mean, the first one is coming out and it kind of sucks, but I'm just holding out hope that Maybe they'll get it right with the second one, or the third one. I just hope it doesn't take half a year for the next one to come out, because it shouldn't be that hard to come up with new ideas for this. Well, it's not so much about coming up with the ideas, because the ideas are out there. They even suggested some in their own survey. They just opted for the really easy-to-do one. Like, Hmm. that's the only thing here, is is they... I don't know what the spaghetti code looks like in Dead by Daylight, but they didn't want to dig through it and make something creative. They wanted to just go, well, we can we can connect to this line here, and then that just does Dredge's dredges Nightfall. Done. That's a, that's a new game mode. What if Dredge's Nightfall was permanent? Is the sound going to be per- yeah. Is the sound going to be there? No shot. I, I, no, shot. no way. For they an can't. entire game mode? No way. I hope not. Uh, yeah, it, the screams it, in the background. <laughs> yeah, just, just hearing Dead by Daylight Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good one, Gary. <laughs> that'd be a great that'd be a great way for like literally no one to play it. Nobody would play it if they had to listen to that for an entire match. That's insane. No, yeah. that can't be real. But I'm I'm I don't I'm not convinced those two elements are separated in the code. Judging by the lack of object orientation that I've noticed in the game. Sorry. That's... What have you guys been up to this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Um, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. we've, we've already pretty much covered everything in the DVD patch, right? Like, we got nothing's really changed too big. I guess um, they, they went really heavy-handed on re-nerfing Sodico. Like yeah, Sodico's getting another nerf. They, re- they reeled back oh, a, lot really? of the, a lot of the changes because it's yeah. too powerful. Gary's very happy about that, it looks like. Point, point behavior, well done. Put her back in D tier, people won't play her anymore. Job, well done. <laughs> Great. That's what we all wanted. Also, they're going to be doing more Twitch drops, which is cool. Yeah, January That's 30th. Cool. I like that. Twitch shops. Nice. Again. I just, <laughs> I wish that they were like, I think they're having this problem recently where they're making characters that by their very design are either totally dog shit or really strong and tedious. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you need to make sure that your design doesn't have you fall into this pitfall where you have these either characters that are always going to be kind of a problem and you're constantly trying to balance the problem. Right, I think we talked about this last time a little bit with like kind of how Nurse just like invalidates a lot of like core mechanics, so she's always going to be hard to balance in some way. She's either yeah. going to be too strong because she can just ignore pallets, or she's like laughably weak because you have to water her down so much. So I just yeah, maybe Sadako is a little bit like that, where they've tried to turn her into this new direction, and it's like she's either D tier or she's just awful to play against and really well, like frustrating. Yeah, I want to talk about the the skull merchants. Another good example of like. 
what you're talking about, right? Like Skull Merchant came out and the Chess Merchant 3-gen whole meta evolved based off of her in the night. And she was like universally reviled in the DVD community, right? So they did a rework and the reworked version of her is like still just as unbearable for the majority of the Survivor player base as the other version. It's like new problems have now emerged because of the way that they reworked. And it's just like one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't things where like, like how do they even fix that? Like, I have right. a solution. You're going to say deleter from the game. Yeah, are you going to say deleter from the game? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, like, the so floor is yours. The floor is yours. You have my attention. Uh, you could just um, ruin her so that she's never played. Okay. So yeah. basically, deleter from the game. You know what? That's not a bad idea, John. Delete her. <laughs> yeah, do it. Delete everything but the actual deletion, right? Do what they do with the night and just kill switcher for a few months. Maybe everybody will forget that they hate her. Yeah, uh, yeah she's got a bug. Uh, uh, she has to go back so, to her home planet so, for a while. Yeah. Interest- interestingly enough, the Skull Merchant just came out on DVD Mobile. And yeah, that was a really oh, good those poor bastards. Would you believe they released the original version, the three genning chess merchant? Like they changed no. nothing. They just they just yeah. released her. And I'm gonna tell you, I've had a lot of fun playing her against those uh, mobile people that don't know what to do yet. She is. That is hilarious. I cannot. I did not know that DVD Mobile was this Skull Merchantless paradise up until yeah. this point. Yeah. No wonder people are having too, so much fun too over late there. Now. Yeah, too late now. I, I would have checked it out if I had known. Been like, oh, a, a game of DVD without Skull Merchant? Without a possibility of encountering her even one time. I should have taken advantage. Well, Chess Merchant's there. She is in her original state. So. That's crazy. She's thriving. Yeah, she is. I haven't, yeah. I haven't she's lost moisturized. a game. I haven't lost a game <laughs> she's yet, slaying. man. She's slaying. Yeah. <sighs> All yeah, right, we're DVD. not talking about DVD. Yeah, that's, that's right, cool. enough for that. Uh, so, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is thriving, though, right? So they had, develop- they, had, they had a developer <laughs> update, and there was a lot of encouraging words which are always good encouraging words from developers are great but in terms of encouraging action uh they've been limited to one thing thus far they did make a change to the matchmaker that affected the backfill and the broken lobby issue which through one session obviously the only one session that i played last night uh seems to have done the trick um I got uh, both on victim and family side. I was able to get into lobbies quickly. And this is during kind of off hours too, right? Because this was late. At, this is like 9 p.m. Pacific on a, on a weeknight. So this isn't prime time by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, lobbies are filling fast. When people leave, they're backfilling fast. We had people dodging for the typical stuff. I don't want to play with the sissy or I don't want to play against uh, Danny. And then right away, people are coming back in and filling up. And lobbies are kind of moving and shaking. So at a minimum now, Texas Chainsaw is able to get matches started. So that's that's a good thing. That's trending upwards, right? For a game that's almost six months old, you know, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, and then otherwise, at the developer stream, they did talk about future plans. They've unveiled a new map concept. They've unveiled that they're going to have two new characters in the game within the next three months, I believe is what they stated. Don't quote me on that. Hmm. Um, they're doing a full rework of Johnny because they understand that Johnny really doesn't have any utility for the team at all. He's just a damage meat character, which is you know, kind of cool, right. but kind of kind of shallow. Um, they're going to be completely reworking, not completely reworking Danny's or Danny's power, but they're reworking Danny's power to hopefully not be as game breaking as it is in the moment. Um, anybody remember uh, anything else? 
Yeah, so the so the map is the mill, by the way. Uh, oh, thank you for that. Yeah, uh, and the other thing they're adding is a museum mode, which I don't know. Like it, it said virtual Friday the Thirteenth cabin. Does anyone? Yes, does that ring I am yeah. intimately familiar with this. Yes. Okay, they're they're doing that, so you're going to be able to play in the the slaughterhouse, like the, mm. and oh, wow. you're going to do puzzles, and there'll be photo opportunities. I don't know. It's it sounds kind of interesting. It sounds like something they don't have to do. Yeah, it's, it's just like a PVE um, thing. I think that, you know, I, I heard a com- commentary about this recently, how the devs are, they're, in the, they're coming from the right place in the sense that, like, they have this vision of their game being, like, Texas Chainsaw Simulator. And they wanted it to feel like the film. They wanted it to feel like the movie, right? You're, you got to mm-hmm. escape these powerful family members and you got to hide and be scared. And, like, immediately... Right the asim community was like how can we get out as fast as possible who cares about anything else like i think that they really like they're really romanticizing this whole role-playing texas chainsaw massacre idea and so something like the museum mode is perfect for that and that's a, a, a good way for them to express their vision i think because people can go in and, and experience that but the asim itself is never going to be that ever so their right. idea is people not game designers what's that they're ideas people. They're not game designers at this point at Gun. That's how I feel about it. They they fail to balance a game. They don't have a vision for what the game mechanics and how they should all interact together. They don't have a good idea of the MDA model. They don't know what aesthetic they want their players to feel. They don't have a clue whilst they're shit-talking their player base and attacking them online. That's... It's a shame because the game's a really cool concept. What's the very... MDA model, Gary? Uh, that's, uh, the MDA model is mechanics, dynamics, and aesthetics. So it's the idea that you build your mechanics and your dynamics of your game, how you press buttons and stuff, based around the aesthetic, which is how your players feel. So I think they started off with this idea of they wanted the players to feel, you know, scared, tense, creeping around the map. Uh, but the mechanics and dynamics don't complement that at all. That's why ASIM players just rushing through the game. They didn't well, design it. And what, what shocked me, and, you know, I don't want to keep being the dead horse, but I remember on one of their dev updates I watched... And they talk, talked about the speedrun meta, because people brought that up and asked, like, you know, people are going in and out in, like, just a couple minutes. And they said there was no plans to, like, make any changes to, like, the speed of the games, even though it was about twice as fast as they had designed it to be. And I was, like, shocked by that. I was like, you mean, like, you designed it to be about half the speed that it's currently being played at, but you're not going to adjust it. Yeah. And I still don't really understand why. I don't think they really elaborated from what I remember. It's like the least me, fun thing about the game but, for me. Well, it it is one of the reasons why a lot of people have have quit and or like why casual players have struggled to adapt to it too. It's like when the rounds like two minutes long, you don't really get a whole lot of a chance to play the game and learn and enjoy it. It was fun and, for like yeah. the first couple of weeks because it was tense and no one well, the first week because right. no one knew what they were yeah. doing. Like you, I would creep around the environment, but then you, as soon as you start to get used to it, <laughs> as you said, people were just rushing out, and I just kind of wish they had started to realize that and try to correct the ship because they should be focusing on that aesthetic they wanted. And I think they wanted it to be a horror game, not, yeah. not a competitive one. But I would say it's, I think we discussed in the past, it's about as sweaty as VHS was. Yes. Yeah. I would say so. But like, we are talking about how they, they prioritize this idea of atmosphere and like, what is more, what runs more counter to the atmosphere of like a horror movie, for example, than if the people who were in the horror movie just ran for the door in like the first 10 minutes and just like ran away. Imagine, you know? imagine as like, I want Netflix to make like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre film now where it's about 20 minutes long 
where they just run out the window. Uh, three minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or conversely, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the game, the film. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Or conversely, short. like a, a horror movie where in the first 10 minutes that people try and run out and then they get killed really quickly, like suddenly. And it's like, well, there was no build up. It's the tension right. is the, the whole crux of it. It's like that, like, oh, can I get out? Can I get out? They're over there. But if it's just like a three minute rush fest of just like, oh, you have to just yeah. like mob the one escape route. Like, yeah, I just like you said, John, it's the one thing that I was like, oh, this has to change because it's like once it people like got no used brainer. to the game, it was too fast. So I was like, OK, slow yeah. it down. And then they were like, no, we're not going to do it. Like just too many other too many of their directions for the game design just don't make a lot of sense to me. Like right. Having to re-roll for perks doesn't make a lot of sense for me. Oh my god, that's like the dumbest thing. Yeah, like having the games be really fast and not changing it doesn't make sense for me. Releasing Danny, this character that can just get to like level three and then tamper with that escape route and then it's just on and you can't do anything about it as the family. It's like, there's just all these things that are like... I, most game designers would be like, yeah, just change it. Change that. And they're like, no. That's how it has to be. Right. It's like, oh, okay, well. Alrighty Yo, then. <laughs> can I, can I, I really hate to do it, but can we circle back to DVD for one thing? Something I would, would like to bring up. God, maybe it, Doug, maybe it, DVD well, again, DB Doug. It, it might be in, loot in, the, in the same vein as what you're saying. Is like, kill switches are in games for a reason, right? Like if something doesn't work, if something's not working as intended, you fix it. Like that's the whole reason why a kill switch engages. You guys know that Hex Plaything's been bugged since Chucky came out, right? Yeah, I've like, heard about that. No, it's been working for a long time. Survivors can't see their their hex totem that pops up on the map, which is kind of what balances the perk, right? right. Like, oh, you're oblivious yeah. till you get hooked. You got to get your totem, but it's easier to find your totem because the aura that doesn't show up now. And so I realized this from playing Survivor, and so I was questioning it. And someone on Twitter linked to me one of the one of the community managers for DVD is aware of the problem. They've been aware since it happened. And they decided not to kill switch it because it's not game breaking. Like one one of the why, seventeen different community managers that they have. But the question I have is, why do you have a kill switch, and then you don't use it? Like, what? What? I do not understand how it has to be something that fully breaks the game for them to use it. Why? If you have if you have a car, and one of the tires doesn't work, I can still drive that car to the gas station if I want to but it's going to like do damage to my car, but it's not technically my car technically will drive. Like, wouldn't you stop driving that car if you had a flat tire? Like, I don't yeah. know why you don't kill switch something that you you've acknowledged this thing we have in the game is broken and this is not working as intended. Why would you not kill switch? Because it's not especially fully when game there's breaking. hundreds and hundreds of perks to choose from and kill switching. One of them is not really going to make a big difference. Absolutely. Frankly. And my like, my my theory is I, I completely agree that they should be kill switched, but I also think <clears> maybe they just can't. I don't know what works in DVD and what doesn't. I don't know what they can and can't kill switch. There's a bunch of other stuff they didn't kill switch when it should have been. Um, right. I, I don't I don't know what the logic is, and I don't know what the code looks like. But right. I, well, I maybe maybe plaything is difficult to kill switch because it's interlinked with Noed because that's got the same problem. Because they've and it probably it'll probably break breakout or something or one of the maps will stop loading in assets because the way it's all yeah, weirdly glued together. That just seems so unprofessional. It's like I mean, just kill switch oh, yeah. with then. Like just if it maybe it's work, a PR thing. Work. They're like, if we don't kill switch it, it, but some people don't notice that it's broken, then it won't look as bad as people being like, oh, they kill switch night and hex plaything and this and that. Oh, the game who's, is so shit. Whose perk is plaything? Is that Pinhead? Is that Pinhead. Bird Lady? Oh, is it Cinnabites? Yeah, it's Cinnabites. Yeah, yeah, could yeah. that be it? 
could that be why they can't? Because he's licensed? Hmm. It should, uh, regardless. I, so. I think you've got um, a good point here, Doug. And it circles back to what you were talking about, Lloyd, with uh, Danny being in the game. Like, Danny was a problem from moment one. People identified him as a problem day one, moment one. Like, wow, this is way too strong. Like, and again, how, how long ago did he come out? Before the holidays, right? November, November right? Yeah, early yeah. November, I think. Early November. Maybe late. Or late November 28th, right? I remember <laughs> that day. And so some of the loudest voices in this discussion are not ones that are painting themselves in a very great place either. But the, the fact of the matter is this has been getting yelled about. The devs have been aware about this for months and they haven't done anything like mm -hmm. to change that. And that is another, it's just a bad look. How can you, again, holidays, people are taking time off. Like, I mean, is it, and again, I'm not a game dev, so I don't know. Is it a, is it a months long undertaking to take his power and to say, okay, maybe the instant one should have a timer on it instead. Maybe instead of it being a permanent open, it should be, a set amount of time that's a more reasonable amount of time, right? Like, well, the, this might link back to my theory that people at Gun can't really do anything. They're just a bunch of ideas people. Um, they would have to ask Sumo Digital to do that. Right. And that I don't know if they've got the money. Maybe or, that's a whole yeah, thing. Like, I think, yeah, I think you have to go through Sumo Digital, who, you know, they built the game. Um, whereas they Gun just... password. Yeah. Gun just, you know, decide to make sure that the design's a bit flawed. That's their job in this. Sumo Digital just make it work. <laughs> I'm imagining they have to like call into a, like a call center at Sumo Digital and they have to like tell them the password and they have to like get their way to the right person. They're like, okay, so we're hoping to adjust uh, Danny's uh, movement speed by 0.5%. Is that okay? And then that's how they have to do every change. And then Matt's on the other side, <laughs> and Matt's on the other side being like, if you, don't, if you don't like the way Danny is, don't play it. And yeah. you say that you say yeah. that to the sumo digital people. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like we're adjusting and Danny. Why? Just do what I say. I've seen so many like content creators suddenly making these videos of like why TCM is in such a bad state, and none of them are mentioning that Danny is a problem for the game. And I'm like, yeah, it's because none of them are playing it. Yeah, because <laughs> no one can be bothered just... to play it. So they see that like Matt Chocha's had another like Twitter argument with someone, and they like screenshot that and they talk about that, right? But nobody's mentioning the fact that Danny is a terribly designed character that's like breaking the game for people, and it's like. They they're not even playing it because nobody can really be bothered. But, I guess. But like, but like, Danny's probably still a problem because there's someone who doesn't want to change his design because they they're too close to it. Like the the progression system where Matt was like, no, this isn't changing, even though it's it makes no sense to the design of the game. Like, I can't think of a single academic reason why you would have that as your progression system in any way or form. Random rerolls and stuff. It's all so counter to the game. But he won't change it because it's his little baby. Because mm -hmm. that was the thing that he got to, he got to come up with. So someone I think is just too close to Danny as a design and refuses to allow it to be changed. Because well, Gun's quite a small team, right? They have so... they have announced that they're going to change it. So I mean, it's, something's going to happen. But I think I was I was more as like the timeline, like you said, Lloyd. I mean, he's been running rampant for months. It's like it yes. is a real it is a real problem. This is like a serious issue, and it's like a mm. again the, the loudest voices have been bringing up. It's a it's a pay to win issue. This is a character that's right. a, buy, a paid DLC. The only way you can get him is if you give Gun your money. Do you think that's why they left him broken? I mean, it's like the League of Legends tech, right? The Heroes of the Storm tech. Right. You release you release a character really overtuned, and then everybody buys the character. And then once they've made their money off the character, like, well, we'll dial them back a little. Oh yeah, put them back into the stratosphere. Yeah, but that's what you know. I mentioned before, it's like his design is unfun. Like yeah. he's like he looks cool enough, he sounds cool, 
but he's a character that makes an exit open and then you can't shut it off again. So it's like, he's either going to be totally crap because it takes too long for him to study things or he's too powerful because he studied things too quickly and then he just opens an exit. So he'll always be so, a problem because his design is bad. So as someone who hasn't uh, played against him or with him, is there any counterplay to Danny? Because it sounds Kill like... Him. Kill not him being able to. <laughs> okay. Well, Tunnel yeah, him. but you can kill him. Okay. So you have to you have to kill him before he does his thing. But after he does his thing, there's no counterplay. No. That's kind of shit. Yeah, once <laughs> once Danny has tampered an exit, that exit is open for enough time for any team that is not on their first game to get out. Like it's it's open. That's like that that and seems then, just, just from again, hearing about it. That seems like, you know, Let's, completely let's, ridiculous. Let's put a let's put a hypothetical. So you got Danny, and Danny Danny opens the valve, and he tampers the valve. It cannot be closed now. This valve, the valve gate is opening. So the family skitters up there. All three of them are up there, and they're set up. And let's just say you got full savagery on on your two flankers, and then you got Bubba. He's full savagery. He's got a saw. You got three people. No one's getting out of that gate, no matter what, right? You just countered it. Yeah, but every other exit is now unguarded. So they just mm. they'll use Danny as a as a. Uh, Distraction. Distraction, decoy. yeah, decoy. Yeah. Thank you. They use them as a decoy, and then you just basically have the, the pick of which, ex which exit you want to go to now. So your, your family choice is it's basically essentially a coin flip. Like, are they going to go for the exit that he tampered, or are they going to go for the other three now that we know this is wide open? Essentially, it's like the Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre version of a 50-50. Gary. Right. What a mm. shit game. <laughs> Huh. It's really boring as well. Like Nancy's got all these cool abilities where you can see through the victim's eyes, and then Danny's just like, "Oh, I looked at a lamp, and now I know how this like gas valve works, and now I've just opened the gate." It's just a boring. Lamp. Yeah, he could study lamps. That's part of it, <laughs> for real. <laughs> I'm just like his power's so boring, and Nancy's is really cool, like seeing through the victim's eyes to work out where they are. I'm like, oh, I love that. That's like That's so cool. well, well, part of the. I, I, like, I like the lamp guy. The lamp guy sounds great. <laughs> well, we're also leaving out a, a key part of this lamp too. King. Is like his his power at level zero is will open a gate for will open an exit for that that unlimited amount of time. What tan what studying things, what looking at lamps and looking at radios does is makes it so you can tamper like instantly. You can do it fast. It takes time mm -hmm. off of, because there's oh, a- Oh, so, it's, so there's his power a, starts off incredibly strong. It's just that it's you can do it- Out of the box, like it's, it's powerful. You just can't do it super fast. But once you've got him level three and you can instant study things, you can get the study- So once he's looked at enough up. lamps. Yeah, yes. and then once he's looked at enough lamps, you can just instant open. You can literally instant open the exit. He can walk up to a valve with a, with a family member there and they cannot stop him from opening it. And mm. then it's open forever, essentially. His lamp knowledge, it's too powerful! Exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I get why the light bulb turns on now! Let's leave! <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking leave Texas! Yeah. He gets an idea, the light turns he on. Uses, he uses yeah. light bulb knowledge on everything from valves to car batteries to anything he wants. Then, so Texas Chainsaw, they're, what they're doing though, is they're balancing... <laughs> yeah. Danny's balanced through the fact that the majority player base isn't very good at the game. So on average, like I know I was playing Danny when he first came out and I'm very bad at victim and I was not a very, I was not a very big asset to my team because I would just die every game. Like they would just find me and be like, oh, you're fucking dead, dude. And like if you were Danny, like you had a, you had a bullseye on your back. They wanted you out because you were going to ruin the game, which makes sense. Right. But it's one of these things. And this kind of happens to DVD a lot too. I think this is the whole idea of like, remember made for this, made for this 
and a DVD tournament would have been the strongest perk of all time. 3% movement speed is insane. The average player doesn't do a lot with 3% movement speed because the average player isn't that great at the game. They're playing the game with friends or cold ones on a Saturday night, playing DVD mm-hmm. with some buds. And so Danny's got the same game balance. Like, yeah, Danny doesn't ruin every game because every guy who plays Danny isn't good at Texas Chainsaw. But in Danny on the right hands on the right team is in, is an unstoppable character. Just, there's just nothing you can do. And again, Doug, your majority can you... Oh, sorry. Doug, can you do me a favor? Sure. Every time you describe your idea of the typical DVD player who's not a sweaty comp player, can you add like another part of their personality? It's like it's a Saturday night, they've cracked open a cold one, they're with the lads, <laughs> maybe they've got some like washing just done or something, they're waiting for it to dry. I want you to add more every time to like your average DVD <laughs> player. Oh, yeah. I can psychological yeah. profile. I, 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 can come, I can come up with some hobbies, dude. Just yeah, like yeah, a just... normal person, very yeah, normal. Yeah. Just step back in. from a bike ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just got similar to Keto. Set out right. the mailman on the way in. Like, you know, <laughs> had a nice little Thursday. You know, the world's most average DVD player. Yeah. The cute yeah. girl I'm, down the hall had her dog, I'm, and he complimented the dog on, the, on yep. his way in. I just yep. think that there's this, this mentality, especially in DVD Twitter and with DVD streamers, that, like, everyone's like us. And, like, you guys aren't like me. You guys don't play the game like I do, right? I play the game a lot. And you guys play the game more, I think, than the average player plays the game. Even maybe not now as much, but yeah, the right. height of like all of our mm. DVD content creation. Oh, and still now, like, like the DVD streamers that has like taken a step back, most of them still play it significantly more than the average player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I yeah. think that's the reason why I make people out to be like very boring. Right. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying that your average, because again, well, 30,000, 40,000 people play the game every day. There's not 30 or 40. Well, there probably are 30,000 people streaming it on Twitch, but you know, it's not. Yeah, like, like it's, it's a good half of the player base. No, but they're not going well, and, hard, 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 right? The no, thing no. about the thing about DBD2 and the thing about TCM in these games is that like they're they're pretty easy to pick up and learn on the surface. They're not that intimidating because like they seem kind of like a casual party game to someone that's just stepping into it. There's no guns, there's no combat, you just run around and you, you hide, right? Like, that's yeah. the general gameplay. And so, I think you get a lot of people that are just looking to kind of, like, relax and have some fun more than you would in, like, a COD lobby, for example. Right. Where people are all high-strung and tense, right? Um, so, it's a different, like, psychological profile, for sure, than the average game. Yeah. I think increasingly as well, like it's gone from because it does it does have a casual vibe to it, but it's become sweatier and sweatier. That it's like Texas Chainsaw, well, all of them. Oh, so every single yeah. well, no, game, yeah, like... oh yeah, dude, that's just it. That and it's never changing. It's never coming back. Except dude. Puppet Master, dude. Even Puppet Master, man. I was talking to somebody in my chat, and they were like, "Bro, that game's still alive and well." Because the so I remember we always look at the Steam charts and we're like, "Dude, there's like four people playing. This game's got to be dead any minute." How does <laughs> I think it peaked how, at seven the other day? And, I, I'm like, and I'm like, "How are they? How are they still updating their roadmap? They're doing like regular updates." And so yeah. somebody in my chat was like, "Yo, their Discord is fire. It's popping. There's people in there setting up customs all the time. People are playing. There's a bu- there's, it's because like, you know you can get a match. There's an <laughs> under, I know, but there, there's like an underground diehard Puppet Master fan base that's like keeping well, the hope alive, bro." A little puppet master fight club. That's what I'm saying, dude. And so I want to. I'm gonna. Uh, I, this is gonna be my man on the street job before the next season. A spine shell. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Inv- I'm gonna in- intertwine myself with oh. the puppet master community on Discord. I'm gonna find some people. I'm gonna, gonna cuss, infiltrate. Do, do some custies, as Lloyd put it. Do some custies. custies. Learn, and, and I'm gonna see what's going on. Custard. 
in the mm -hmm. ASIM Fight Club that is Puppet Master of the Game. I want to know. Are you going to go in undercover or are you going to be Doug Running Man? I have to be myself, right? Like, I'm imagining no... you like coming into the into the Discord like with like a trench coat on. You're like, you guys play Puppet Master, and they're yeah, like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. That's not hey, what we call it around I'll, here. And then I'll be like, yeah. hey, I know a guy. I got a username yeah. for you. Does this name <laughs> no. sound familiar? Does this name sound familiar? And Give like, us a name. All right, let him in. Let him in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. let him in. I'm torn gotta, between gotta... trying to get Doug to play games that actually have a player base and also thinking that this is the best idea Doug's ever had and being really <laughs> eager to... Doug, we were discussing before the podcast, like, a little bit about, like, who brings what to the podcast table? And Doug was like, I'm the ASIM guy. And you are. You are Mr. Thank I mean, you. we all play ASIMs, but you're like, I will play Mr. any fucking ASIM. ASIM. Yeah. Oh, man. So, you know what? This could be, like, a bold direction for you. You could, like, report back from the front lines of the Puppet Master community, all ten of them, yeah. to tell us what's going ten. on. That sounds like that's we the Gary. Deck, Gary, that sounds like a yes vote from one of the senior co-hosts. Is all I'm saying. So. Yeah, that sounds like. It. Oh yeah, yeah, go for I it. Like, you go for it. I like the it. idea of this being kind of like a Daily Show reporter uh, segment where you're right. you're on the ground and you come back with wild stories from the front lines. Yeah, I need yeah. you to get a green screen so that we can put you like with like a weather report. Okay. <laughs> you gotta Done. call us all Done. Tom. You gotta call all three of us Tom. Tom, yep. I'm standing here from the Puppet Master Discord. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Your guys' real names are Tom? Like all three of you? We're all Toms. Yes. Uh, yes. During, during your segment, yes. Okay. This is a lot to remember, but I'll try. Can yeah. confirm that Bingle Borp is considered an S tier killer. Straight from the front Bing lines here. S tier did, killer confirmed. Did Bingle Borp come out? Not he, did he come out? Just oh, completed my first custy with the Puppet Master Discord. <laughs> with <Ugh>. lads. <laughs> Ew. No, don't drag us into it. Yeah, no. You guys. Yeah, you report to us. I don't need us. We'll talk more about that book later. I would play Puppet Master again. I would play Puppet <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I'm, I've got something on my schedule then. No. I'm wide open, Doug. I'll join you. I, get, I was going to say, I get a book club choice, and if I'm going to play the weird shit that Gary's putting out there, and Sinnoh's putting out there, and I don't know, I think John's choices are probably going to be weird to me, but not weird to, you know, weird, weird, but well, like, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is like, I do We're get to choose at some point. We're gonna get to Doug's book club choice, and he's gonna be like, "White noise too." Yeah, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. There's so Last many years, bro. Yeah. Last year, last year's back. They're back. They're on Twitter. Shit. No, Doug, stop no, it. No. <laughs> I get to talk Doug, about last please. year later. I get to talk about last year later. They're back. They're talking. When? We, we spoke about them last year. <laughs> when are they back? Soon. It's so much over. <laughs> no, they're soon. They're teasing They've been caught, caught back they, for like four years. <laughs> they, 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 are, they are tweeting out concept art, which does look yeah. good. That happened a month ago. John, I know you're busy. You're dad mode. You're probably not, but have you ever heard the phrase, let them cook? <laughs> Have you heard that phrase? Let them cook. They're cooking. Yeah, okay. the Gun could let them cook. Food's burnt. Okay, they've been cooking oh, for eight months now. Oh, Sino. Let them cook. I'm wearing the let them cook T-shirt from Texas Chainsaw because it's oh, for, hey. it's clean for our audio-only listeners. Sino is wearing a let them cook T-shirt, featuring the cook from Texas but Chainsaw. But the, the cook is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre character. There you go. It's a great T-shirt. Imagine that. How did they come up with that? Last year is That's not officially dead, is all I'm saying. How did they come oh, for fuck's sake, Doug. It's not officially dead. We gotta move on to our next segment. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> we 
you, you guys want to talk about you guys want to talk about Evil Dead the game, which we've just already, I, no, I thought you were gonna say Home Sweet Home. We've already, we've you've been already spent that. that too. That too. We've already spent enough time talking about Puppet Master. We can't have another segment about last year. I'm cutting it off. Thank you. John hates last year so could, much, could, though. That's could, the, like, if we are going to talk more ASIM at some point, because I think Doug does want to talk about Home Sweet Home, and I am intrigued to hear. Yeah, but could we talk about something that's not ASIM for just a bit? <gasps> yeah, you mean embrace did. our variety gaming branding? I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, Senna, what have you been playing lately? Why don't you start us off? Yeah, I was actually, if you don't mind, you mentioned that DBD doesn't have guns in it, so you know the guy who has like Taco Bell sauce sachets in his drawers or whatever, the normal guy. That's why he mm. likes DVD. But you know what game does have guns in it? Pal what, World so? does. Oh, no. Or I've actually Powell? played it. Has anybody in this call played, played it? it. No, I haven't played it. I, I will never play that game. <gasps> you want to know why? You want to know you why? Actually, yeah. But listen, I, I'm going to tell you why. You guys yeah, want me? To, you guys want me to get on a soapbox and talk about all the social ramifications of stolen IP and art and no? I just don't. I don't know. I'm not really interested in crafting interested? games, bro. I play Asims. <laughs> I don't. Know, it's okay. easy. It's an easy oh, pass for I was, me. I don't too many players. I, I mean, yeah, I, I can't, exactly. Too many people to. Too I can't many remember. Everybody, I can't remember everybody's names. So how can <laughs> I play it? Too many There's like eight million players right now, so I don't want to play it. So it's more than a thousand people. No, I'm out. If if it's not prop night numbers, I'm not in. That really is how you work, Doug. I swear to God. Oh, Anything no. that gets over like five oh. K concurrence, you're just like, who do they think they are? I'll never play that. I mean, I've I've had Coastal a handful elites. of people all ask why I haven't played it because it's my kind of game. I think yeah. it's kind of your sort of thing as well, Sino, right? So I'm kind of surprised uh, well, you actually, it go. It's it's the survival crafting thing that I just don't vibe with. Oh, okay, so it's probably my most. I don't like survival crafting games. If it was like a Pokemon RPG, I'd be more inclined because I played through Dragon Quest Monsters recently, which is quite similar um but that's like a 4v4 game and it's kind of designed mm. as such but i looked into pal world and i was like this is more like a kind of rust uh arc kind of situation where you're like making little camps and stuff so yeah. i was like i won't enjoy it. i'll get bored of it too quickly it's just kind of not my thing okay because i think i i think i would enjoy it what about you john what do you think of it so I I haven't played it obviously, but I, and I have seen very little gameplay of it. But I want there's a YouTuber I follow called Video Game Donkey, and I watched his video on it. And granted, this was kind of the point of his video, but he made it look boring as hell. Oh he basically God, really? was like, yeah, he spent the entire video being like, okay, we need to get some more wood, and he would go over and get some more wood, and he would try to craft something. He'd be like, we need to get some more metal, and he spent the entire video finding new stuff to craft and like going from here to there and like whacking stuff with sticks and pickaxes and stuff and then beating the shit out of some like really poorly designed Pokemon, like fake Pokemon on the side. And I was just like, my, my read from the whole thing, not even taking into account all the, does it use AI or doesn't it? Or, you know, did it rip off Pokemon? It just doesn't look like a good game to me. I, it looks like something that somebody made out of like Gmod or something. Looks really amateur hour. <laughs> you know what it looks like to me? You know those videos on YouTube that are like, what if Pokemon was in 4K with good gram fix? And it's always yeah. like overly shiny looking and yeah. kind of looks like a knockoff or whatever type of game. It looks like that turned into a game. Well, that makes me. sense because the developer literally tweeted out saying that they're not interested in creativity. They're just following trends and churning stuff out, basically. 
Um, right. I don't believe the game does have AI the in it, but, I, know, but I believe the develop I believe the developer did make a game which was <laughs> full of AI. So that, and the developer is very pro AI, um, right? In like art and stuff. Yeah, I mean, little... oh, sorry, you go ahead, John. The the Power World defenders are like they're all like they're like a broken record. They're like technically there's no proof of the AI, and it's like the game's been out for like a week. Let let give people some time. I'm sure they'll be able to find something. Because yeah. I I mean the way when I look at the the design of everything, I'm just like there's no way no AI was used. Like maybe not to the extent that some people are alarmistly talking about it. It's like the entire game is AI, but there's you can't tell me that it wasn't used at all. I, I don't believe that for a second, just mm. looking at it. And but then yeah, the, sorry, the allegations ahead. of, like, the Pokemon, um, I mean, I think it's really hard to argue that it's not, like, they've pulled the models out of a Pokemon <clears throat> game and then modeled over them and adjusted those models and meshes, right. um, which is incredibly, like, they're, they're screwed. Because if that is the case, which it looks very much like that is the case, and Nintendo are now investigating that, yeah. and Nintendo... Yeah loves to sue people. Yep. They love it. Yeah, I think they're going to sue the shit out of these guys. And I honestly, I, if they've been pulling assets out of video games, good. <clears throat> I'm not often on Team Nintendo, especially when they're suing people. Oh, but no. It's such yeah. a terrible precedent for them to be stealing assets out of a game. Because does that mean every indie game can have their assets stolen and ripped into a different game? Like, I yeah, I hate being on the the Pal World hate brigade because I get lumped in with like all the people that are like yeah Nintendo awesome love Nintendo and I'm I'm not one of those people if any, mm. anybody who's talked about Nintendo games with me knows that but mm. I, in this case it's just like come on you know like you said like I feel like this is a lawsuit waiting to happen and one thing that I get so tired of reading online from all these Pal World defenders is they're, is they're like, if there was a case, they would have sued them already. And I'm like, it has been like one week. Yeah. Do you right. understand how slow this shit goes in the business world? They probably haven't even had like a full meeting on yeah. it yet. No yeah. one knew what the fuck Pal World was like a week before it blew up, I, yeah. right? Like, no, I, I, I never yeah. heard of it. And like, I guarantee that they you know saw, it, like, they saw it trend, trending and they're like, what's this? And it was like 8 million sales in six days. And they're like, is that. Is that our IP? Oh, yeah. that's a lot of money. Sue the shit out of them. Look into that. Yeah. Invest well, again. And, and they're 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 a company. Like you said, business moves slow. They're not going to just fucking tweet about it. Like, hey, we're not cool with this. Like, no, it's Nintendo yeah, hey, of America. We sue you. Yeah, hmm. uh, they just fucking hired a bunch of lawyers and we're like, all right, let's put a case together and get this thing shut down. But that's going to take more than the seven days that the entire world had heard about this game. It's going to be months. In three months' right. time, we might. Not maybe. Yeah. Not everything moves on chronically online time, where everything's just like, Real. bam, 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 bam. Nintendo's going to make a tweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we declare our lawsuit. They got yeah. to go through meetings. They got to talk through all their, like, with their lawyers, all their, you know, they got to discuss all their options, like, their stance as a company. They got to get their PR people involved. Like, if it's going to happen, which, granted, it may not, but if it's going to happen, it's going to take time. Yeah, I mean, they, they got to draft the twit longer. Yeah. They got Lar to find proof. <laughs> that's, that's how Nintendo yeah, takes like, them longer. <laughs> largely, it should be seen as a big red flag that they even made a statement about it. Like they state, they made oh, a statement saying yeah. we're investigating. Like that is like they wouldn't have made that statement if like you know action wasn't happening, right? But it's going to take time. Like yeah, the fact right. that they even stated that it's actually, it's actually surprising they did a uh, statement so quickly. Yeah, because that means yeah. it's pressing. That means they see it as a pressing issue that needs to get addressed because they know True. that their fans are upset. Right. And, and if you know one thing about Nintendo, they're a very slow-moving company that is always behind the times. They do a very poor job of keeping up. So the fact that they've done anything this quickly 
especially as them, is is alarming to me. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. For for me with Power World, it's like I don't know if it's made with AI or not. And frankly, like I don't know if I need that to be a thing for me to still have some criticisms of it. You know, it's yeah, like people getting exactly. into this like side debate, and it's like for me. So I play a lot of these kind of monster style games. I grew up playing Monster Rancher, Dragon Quest Monsters, Cassette Beasts, Coromon. I've played a lot of them actually, more than I realized. And it's like there are only so many animals. So I will give people some leeway that sometimes your designs are going to look a little similar. Like, it's a bear. Mm. You know, there's only so many right. different animals that you can use before it will look a little similar to something that already exists, like Pokemon. But in Pal World, for example, there is a feminine lizard that exists in the Pokemon world that's, like, called Sandazzle or something. And in yeah. Pal World, they have a feminine lizard that has, like, a really similar vibe. And they basically imply in its Pokedex entry or whatever it's called in Pal World that it sleeps with humans now, which I was like, okay, kind of strange direction to go in. But I'm like, why is there a lizard in your game that's really feminine-looking that's just the exact same as in Pokemon? For me, right. that's when I'm like... It's not just well, that you've come up monsters with monsters yourself and some of the monsters are the same. Like, it's an eagle. It's an eagle. You know, it's like you've just taken the same idea. And that's when well, I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, this I'm is lame, you know? Because, like, you know, you say it's a dog, it's a cat, it's a dog. The ideas are going to blend together. Like, Dragon Quest monsters are similar to Pokemon in some regard. There's giant bat monsters. There's a Zubat, you know? Right. Um, right. But because I, I defended Power World at first, I go, ah, it's just, it's just ideas, right? That just, They're just similar. People just get in there, you know, out of sync. But then I looked at the meshes being compared to each other, and it's like there's a farfetch, you know, farfetch is like a version of farfetch where it's like a dark version, um, mm-hmm. and they compared it to one of the creatures in Power World where it's it's got a carrot in its mouth instead, but it's doing the exact same pose as the farfetch. Mm-hmm. It's like so they've torn that model and they've just copied it. Fa- it's right. fascinating, um, and then there's just like an endless supply of these lists, and you go, okay, it's the same mesh because like typology is something it's very difficult to not get caught with it you know i taught 3d modeling and i caught people plagiarizing because i could see the the layout of the mesh and it just looks very clear that power world has ripped the models out of pokemon edited them a little bit and put them in their own game which is incredibly right. infringing of copyright they will get sued yeah. to fuck for that because that say, is that's not when it's legal dangerous. at all Right, and I think that a lot of people that just have no idea what they're talking about, and they're just little Dunning-Kruger trolls with too much time on their hands, they're going online (laughs) and they're saying like, oh, well, technically they didn't rip the models and put them in their game. Because, you know, like you say, they made like little tiny adjustments or like they, you know, uh, went over them, right? And so Mm. it's not, it's not like, you know, in a lot of these uh, mods and stuff, they'll literally just take like a Skyrim dragon and just like put them into, you know, some Gmod environment, right? They didn't do that, but they're, you know, in the eyes of the law, that's basically what they did. And everybody's getting all, like, hung up on these semantics. It's like, technically, they didn't use AI. Technically, they didn't do a one-to-one copy. And it's like, technically, it's not going to matter. I promise. Yeah. yeah. You put that in front of a, a judge, and they're going to go, that's the same model. Yeah. Like, you've, you've definitely used the same model. You've stolen their IP. Yeah. Nintendo, you win. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. If they get to that point, like I think, I I think Power World will probably just pay Nintendo as much money as they can to let this go away, and Nintendo will say you need to change all of these things. They'll give them a huge list to change. So I think that's what will happen. I think in about six months to a year, we'll see Power World have a huge adjustment to the way it looks. I think they'll pay Nintendo a shit ton of money to make them go away. Um, if and if Nintendo choose to accept that, I really hope they don't. 
because I don't think <laughs> theft. I don't think theft is healthy, and I think it should be punished. So oh, do, yeah, I, I agree. The the greater question though is like, is this game going to be around in six months or a year? Like, is it that kind of a game that's going to have like that long of a lifespan, or is this just another flavor of the no. month type thing? Like, right? Like, oh, by no, the time, no, I don't think so. Lost. I yeah, I feel, so. like, I feel like by the time all that stuff starts, like all the fallout starts to hit, then people will move on to their new shiny, exciting thing. It like, won't matter. Like, I'll just be happy if Nintendo completely crippled them as a company so they can never make another game again and still. Because <laughs> that's, it's disgusting to me. Like, what's next? There's, there's still stuff from Subnautica or like a smaller game company. Like, right. it's not on. No, that's that's a, that's my thing too. Is like I think this sets a bad precedent because one what? of the defenses is like, well, fuck Game Freak because they haven't made a good Pokemon game in ten years, so mm. they deserve this to happen to them. And it's like you don't get it. This is setting an awful precedent when you when you release a game that's an overnight success and it has a million concurrent players. Other companies are going to see this and they're going to be like, oh, that's all we have to do. And then all of a sudden you've got you know. And they, they've, fr frankly, th this company's already done this. You've got Hollow Knight ripoffs going out. You've got, like, you know, these smaller companies that are they're getting their shit ripped off, too. So it's not, like, it's Nintendo today, but it's going to be indie companies wasn't, tomorrow. Wasn't Fantastic com attacked because of, was it Days Gone, or whatever it was that game was called? Oh, Day, day Before, yeah. Day, the Day Before, yeah, that was full of, like, that was apparently had ripped assets in it, right? But that game wasn't fun. What about, <laughs> what, about, what, about like, what about what about dark and darker too? Dark and darker had something similar, right? Didn't they get like shut down because they had stolen assets from a previous company? Like, do you guys oh, recall this? Uh, That's that why was, they got pulled yeah, off that Steam. Was, that was there was a, a dispute over the code. Yeah, um, mm. the idea was like because the the team that made dark and darker worked for another company beforehand, and they, that company was accusing them of using the same code that they you know that company owned by them having been employed and coding it. Then yeah. um, I don't know what's going on with that at the moment. Well, I mean, Dark and Darker is still alive, but they had to like create their own launcher. They can't, they can't release. Yeah, they've gone underground. Right, right, they to, right. Yeah, they're, and they're still doing it. But there's like there's lawsuits happening behind the scenes mm. with that that were like mm. pretty major deals. So it just seems Which like if they're still in code, then they should be j just as bad. I, I no, haven't got back right. I, until I know. I've avoided Dark and Darker. Yeah, I, as soon mm. as I found out that they had to like release on their own to not because Steam won't allow them, I was like, yeah, I'm not messing with that. I'm not downloading some yeah. random launcher to play Dark and Darker. You don't Sorry. have to reinvent the wheel, but I want to see some effort of your own original creative endeavor. Like, I think it's fine to look at like other games in the genre and be like, "Yeah, they have great ideas." You yeah, know. inspiration. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Does that. But I don't want it to just feel like really uh, like you've basically copied and pasted it. You know, too much. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what when I, when I was teaching, I'd always say to students, like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. <laughs> like every every idea's kind of been done. Just like create something new out of it. Like, um, yeah. But the fact that the Power World developers even tweeting out, being like, I don't give a shit about creativity. I'm just here to make money, basically. And it's like, well, that's that's not healthy. That's not good. Yeah. No wonder you love AI art. It's all theft. Your game is full of models that you've stolen. <laughs> this isn't yeah. good. This isn't good for the industry or society. Quite a bold take to have True. on Twitter. Creativity sucks. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> pretty right. much, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Like, yeah. It's like dominated by artists, and they have like a huge portion of the tweetosphere. But on on the on the point of kind of AI, I don't know if I'm done with pay, Power World. I just want to shit talk it a bit more. Oh, I have a. I, I had a concluding statement for oh, me. Oh yeah, yes. Oh yes. Go for it. Yeah. I, I think ultimately for me, like I'm I'm really annoyed so far just at the response to Power World. I'm not really even, even that angry about the game, because, like, I'm not going to play it. If, to me, it may as well just not exist. I don't care. You know, I, I think it's going to drop off really quickly. I think that, uh, you know, like we said, six months to a year from now, 
uh, all the all the ingenuity of like it's Pokemon with guns. It's gonna wear off, and people are gonna forget about it. It's not gonna have any long lasting effect. Um, uh, I don't think so. I think a year from now we're gonna be like, oh yeah, Power World. Hmm, and it's not really gonna be like a, a lasting impression. So for me, I'm mostly ambivalent. Frankly, I'm just not gonna play it. I don't care about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I yeah, kind of like very very easy for me to ignore that it exists. This is not the style exactly. game that I would play. Um, but yeah. we're not we're not Pokemon dweebs either. No, a lot of people I, are acting like if you criticize it, it's because you love Pokemon. But I was oh, right, I didn't yeah. buy the latest Pokemon game because it looked like it was oh, rushed. Yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. buy it. Either. No, I thought I, it was kind of bad. I did buy it. I couldn't get into it. I got like I think about an hour in, and I was still getting like tutorialized, and I was like, oh, shut up, like. I'm so tired of happy, friendly characters coming up to me and be like, do you need help with this? And it's like, just let me explore. I don't well, want to know yeah. how to use a Pokeball. I know how to use a Pokeball. But it's like, I got upset after Sun and Moon because I didn't like that I didn't have a rival. I had a group of friends that came around to me and I'd battle them occasionally. I was like, I missed the days of getting eight characters that I could call my rival dickhead and they were an absolute bastard. Right. They're like kicking people, breaking stuff, stealing, like just nasty. John has a yeah. great quote for this. John, you always talk about the villain in Gold and Silver. What's the line that he says? Oh, oh, he said, oh, he says something about really sick Pokemon. Up. Yeah, sick Pokemon should just die. That's what oh, he Sick Pokemon yeah, yeah, yeah. should just die. He, he literally says that, and that's in the second gen game. Oh, we need back. We, we need to go back to that. The good yeah. old days. Now, now it's like a friendly rival days, yeah. who like congratulates yeah. you when you beat them. And I was like, I don't Great want you to job. congratulate me. I want you to be upset. I'm sad I that I lost, but I'm well, proud that you beat me. Like, right? and, uh, and on that note, like, I mean, Pokemon has really leaned into the making games for children thing in the past, I would say, 10 years especially. They've really leaned in on that. Um, and I mean, kids are into Pokemon. Like, I mean, I, some of my family members are, are that age and they're, they love Pokemon. It's great to them. And I think part of the discourse that's so annoying is that there's, you got all these like 30 year old dudes. They're just mm. like, Pokemon has had a good game in 20 years! And it's like, mm. that's because you're not a child anymore. <laughs> and so it's like, it's not there, it's not Nintendo's fault, We literally fault, just really. complained. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but, like... I know, but like, to take it to the point where you're just like, they deserve to have uh, their IP oh, ripped right, off. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know what I mean? it's like, well, but you're also a 30-year-old dude now. You're not a 12-year-old kid anymore. So yeah. the magic is gone. It doesn't mean that they deserve to have their, their IP stolen, right? Yeah. I always try and temper my expectations of Pokemon of like, I also want it to be fun for kids to play. And I remember that I am a 33 year old man. So obviously there are certain things for me that I'm like, well, whatever that like, I'm sure if I was still like eight years old, I'd be like, awesome. But right. I, I think for Pokemon, for me, the one thing I wish is that I wish that Nintendo would give Game Freak more time to make the next one higher quality. Cause I think it's just going too fast for them. They're releasing too many Pokemon games now. And they're coming out kind of like glitchy or like the graphics are terrible or like the frame rate's terrible. And I think it's just because they're being rushed. They're not having enough time to kind of get like a quality product out. And it's well, like, this is supposed to be Pokemon, you know, it's supposed to have Nintendo polish to it. So it's a shame to see the developers be like, here's a 3D world that runs at like 23 FPS and like things just pop in two right. meters away from you. You know, it's yeah, like, because there's like a new Pokemon game like every year, isn't there? At least yeah. one. Like Legends like, Arceus and Let's Go Eevee to... and stuff. Whereas I think it'd be better if it was like a bigger deal. Like, you know, when a new GTA is coming out, it's like, oh my god, GTA's yeah. got a new game? Um, I wish Pokemon right. was a little bit more like that. Maybe not as much as like, 
here's GTA 5 on again. But like, it's been 10 years. Yeah. yeah you know, so you know, maybe every a, two or three years getting a new Pokemon game would have been really exciting. Well, from an outsider's perspective, too, like someone doesn't really mess with these games all that much. Like, isn't it kind of weird that does, don't they take like an aggressively long amount of time between like Legend of Zelda games, like Mario IP stuff seems like it takes a while to come out. Like Ma- Mario's constant, feel like, isn't it? Mario's pretty constant. I feel like, Mar- like Mario well, Kart would be a good example of one that hasn't had an update in like forever. Like Mario Party games take years to come out. Mm. Like they, they spend years on these projects. Mm. It feels like again. I know, I'm only. Oh, I see what you mean. No, you yeah. mean like, as an outsider. You know, Mario, out, Mario Tennis hasn't had a new one for a yeah. while. Yeah, well, like, yeah. I'm just saying they, they they take like a long time on other projects, but then it just feels like I always feel like every 15 minutes there's a new Pokemon game coming out. Like mm. again, from a consumer who doesn't consume these games, just seeing you know everybody was crazy about Arceus and they were crazy about the next two Pokemon splits, and now they've got the new splits, and now there's this. You know what I mean? Like it just feels like they uncharacteristically rush those games out. Where yeah, some of their other projects seems like they put a lot of time and effort, and they always end up like immaculate, right? Like the new Legend of Zelda game was like, oh, best game I've ever played. People were going crazy about that, and it took them years to get that game, right? Is it because Pokemon just makes so much money because of toys and stuff? They just they just need to pump them out, and people just buy junk. I mean, it's like Pokemon the prop night to you know the Legend of Zelda's the day before, where they're it's like they're just oh putting. They're just putting Pokemon games out to like make money so they can, <laughs> what that, they can keep. What is that they, comparison? I'm just saying, so they get, they're just they're just churning bullshit out to keep in the green while they get their real project ready to I go. I mean, well, probably, right? probably didn't make any money. So, okay. Pokemon is is such a, a strange IP just in general, though, because like, I mean, it came out and it was like the biggest thing in the world, like overnight almost. It was kind of like the Pal World of 25 years ago, really. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the original Pal World is what you could consider Pokemon. Um, but so, and, and they kind of, they learned all the wrong lessons, like, right away. They learned that they got to pump out merchandise because the card game was fucking huge and there was, like, an insane amount of demand for it. They started off with two games that are basically the same game, and they've been doing it every release since. They're like, we go, well, we've got to have two games. And it's like, everything that they had that worked 25 years ago, they've just been playing it safe and continuing to just do that over and over and over again and that includes just pumping shit out just trying to keep up with the demand and not innovating on anything so yeah i think that's definitely a good point so john agrees with my point that 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 pokemon is prop night to the day before yes legend of zelda i think that's a great analogy thank you so much i needed that so in conclusion Um, john wolf pal world no thanks pal (laughs) Not for John. <laughs> Pokemon. Also, no thanks, pal. <laughs> um, I was gonna, I was gonna add to it as well because we were talking about, a little bit about the AI situation. Um, and I like, I know it's sad news, but have you seen like how many games companies are just firing people at the moment? Oh, it's no, everywhere. I know. Game companies. Yeah. Twitch laid off like fifty percent I mean, of their staff. Like, there's this. Every- yeah, layoffs in January, right? Like after yeah. big Q4s, they. They do this. I've seen I've seen like a lot of artists on Twitter in particular getting like let go from games companies, and I'm just terrified that that that's companies being like, should we get some AI? Mm-hmm. I'm just, oh, I'm just nervous is. about it. I'm so nervous about it, and it's just. I think it definitely is is that to an extent because there have been cases a lot like ramping up in the past few months where we've seen major companies use AI in their art. Like, I could uh, imagine the-, the Gathering did it. Magic the Gathering. I that couldn't was believe a, they did that either. That was insane. Yeah. That actually really kind of... I'm and not even like a huge Magic didn't. guy, but I always thought they would... N- not Magic the Gathering. 
they would always, no. you know, respect it because artists have kind of made that game. Yeah, they were yes. huge. I I grew up on Magic: The Gathering, and then there we had like favorite artists and stuff like that. Like there was like famous mm-hmm. Magic: The Gathering artists that have designed like the iconic cards and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I agree. That's something that like I would never have thought they would have uh, compromised on there like that. Did you guys see that uh, tablet company? That art tablet company that like yes. they did the logo uh, and it was like Wacom or whatever. Yeah. The idea that they had no idea that was an AI dragon, I thought was so laughable looking at its tail. I just couldn't believe that they didn't think that was an AI thing. They tried to defend it. I was like, you guys knew. You knew what you were doing. Oh, God. Nicki Minaj yeah. released a new album oh, yeah. after like a long time. <laughs> and she, oh, makes yeah. ri- she makes ridiculous amounts of money. And it was all like AI art for the promo materials. And it looked like shit. It looked it- really like blurry and shit. And then she was like, quote, retweeting, like, Twitter randos. I mean, like, why don't you go fuck yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, damn, who are you, me? Like, I thought you were a multi-millionaire pop star. We expect this a John Wolfe, but not Nicki Minaj. Come on now. Come on. She's the true talent of the pop music world. True. I was the first person that came to mind. It's so funny. (laughs) I'm going to quote tweet this rando. I could just... Felix 665449 will not say this without me responding. (laughs) No. (laughs) Somebody on Twitter really encapsulated, like, putting aside whether or not you think AI is, like, a moral conundrum, which I think it is morally shitty. Mm, It also makes what, like, if you make AI art, it looks like you've bought, like, a knockoff Gucci bag. A knockoff Prada bag. It looks kind of cheap. It looks like you haven't done it properly you've kind of like taken a shortcut so it's like especially for somebody that has ridiculous amounts of money like Nicki minaj it's like mm. you're kind of just cheapening your brand by like pumping this out as opposed to just right. paying someone to just draw it which i'm sure your team could afford to pay someone to do it you know it just looks bad it looks cheap you right. don't need that you don't need that Nicki. you're better than that come on and the the thing is too about about ai art is that ai can't draw it can't. It can't actually create art. The way that it creates this stuff, with in quotes, is by drawing upon drawings and paintings that artists have already done mm-hmm. and modifying them. And so if, if there's no art that's created by humans, there's no AI art. They can't create anything on their own. And so eventually, if all these companies, you know, in some dystopian future where they're all just exclusively using AI artists because it's, oh, it's free. It's gonna look. It's gonna start spiraling into more and more uncanny, uncanny valley, like inhuman shapes. There's gonna be like people with hands with like eight fingers. It's because it's just gonna. It's not gonna well, well, have anything have, to base like, it on anymore. People have been feeding AI art into AI art so that it learns wrong. It's like in breeding. It's just not yeah. coming out right. That's a great um, idea. And then there's other people that have been programming special uh, tools you can put over your art that teach the AI wrong. So mm-hmm. it will it will learn that a cat is a dog sort of thing and just won't understand what's going on and it will just learn the rules wrong. It's amazing. That's but awesome. I'm, That's yeah, I'm enjoying watching AI. Yeah. yeah. You know what's actually interesting about this? I wonder if this will kind of maybe create a ripple effect with artists where they'll offic- like intentionally create more absurdist creations or like kind of avant-garde art, if that's going to start to rise in popularity. You know, like you said, like a cat that's a dog or something like that. Hmm. Something Instead of photorealism, which I feel like has kind of been um, more the style recently, because AI art thrives off of photorealism. 
It, it loves that. Um, but if you create something that's like more stylistic than realistic, I wonder if that would halt the like cubism. Some. All yeah. of a sudden, cubism yeah, yeah. comes back into fashion because people want AI to fuck off, basically. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I I would be kind of interested to see if that will cause any changes. And I just the thing is, even if AI art gets to the point where it becomes hard to discern, like if it starts to get good at drawing fingers or whatever. I still would like a human being to have put creative endeavor into it as opposed to having AI right. copy someone else's work, well, you know? Yeah, because I, I sit there going like, we we, let, we live in a time when companies are just firing artists because they, they can get AI to do it. And at the same time, they are removing their ability to create because they just feed it into AI and they're making it so it's not sustainable to create. So you've got a lot of people that will no longer be able to afford food or a roof over their head who can no longer express themselves. And I also think that is a very dangerous thing for society to go down. I feel like this happened in Rome. Like it's just, it's not good for society Gary's to Roman do Empire. This. Yeah, <clears throat> no, like it's, it's just Roman it's Empire. Really, it's, really, it's really unhealthy, and I and I'm very worried about it. And everyone's like, def- like there's all these, you know, crypto bros all defending AI art and stuff. And I just think like, do you not realize that this is this is bad for society? Right. Yeah, they don't realize that. Yeah. We don't want to pay you I mean, to make this art, but make the art so that our machines can copy it. And then we can use it to like promote. And then they pretend the they're an artist. Oh, don't. And then, and, then, and then when they act like the artist gatekeep because they, you know, oh, I, I have to buy this tablet and learn how to use the thing and all this software. It's like, no, pick up a pencil and a bit of paper, you fucking lazy idiot. Like, everyone yeah. can draw something just because you're not good at it yet. And you can't be bothered. Like, well, I saw people like, because didn't PewDiePie like spend 30 days learning how to draw? And there was a bunch of like AI people attacking him for it, trying to take the piss. <laughs> Because like he spent time learning, it's like, is that just jealousy? What is the problem here? He's he's learning right. a skill. Like good right. for him. Yeah, the the AI bros are real. Like, there's a lot of Dunning Kruger happening there. Unironically, <laughs> seriously, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've seen somebody that's like actually uh writing the prompt is a skill, and it's yeah. like wow, you just writing really... big tits. It's yeah, <laughs> anime big tits. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's really i'm an I mean, artist <laughs> yeah i'm an artist darling i don't i don't do it a whole lot these days but i mean i i consider myself an artist like i've drawn and, and painted many times before and um you know there's there's really it really can't be like overstated like how much you put into it when, when you're really like concentrated on expressing yourself and and drawing something that really like you've got an, an image in your head and and putting it down ink to paper that's like that's a skill for sure having a vision in your head and like describing it for for a program to execute that is not the same thing at all mm. it's just not and i've heard people saying how like you know i think part of the the, the acceptance of ai art and stuff is because they don't think they are replaceable but I promise you that if they, if you can replace human creativity with AI, your job is replaceable by AI. Like you can right. be replaced. Like there's people figuring out how. Like even even before this epidemic of AI art, people were trying to figure out how to make AI that could make games. They make really weird games, but there's AI designing games. You know, like you crunching numbers into an Excel spreadsheet in the office. That's incredibly replaceable by AI. So mm-hmm. maybe stop being so keen for it to you know grow. <laughs> Do you think, Gary, what would be your opinion about using AI for the more kind of like nuts and bolts part of game development? Oh, I'm, I'm super pro using it to generate mood boards to help you generate ideas and stuff like that. I think AI art has a, has a use. I think 
you know, AI generally is going to be useful and beneficial to society, but I really don't like that it's the idea of it replacing human creativity altogether. Because um, yeah. yeah, like using AI art to create a placeholder while you're making the game, and then eventually getting an artist to take yeah. that idea and make it not look like shit, and make it actually look like you want. Because a lot of video game, a lot of making a video game, it doesn't look like the game when you're making it. It looks like a bunch of wireframe models and like weird assets that you've just used to like but also, represent it, right? So I, I will say like being bad like not being an artist or not being a voice actor or something does not mean that oh you should just do ai art like i made night blights right that game looks fine the voice acting in it john did a great job but my voice acting in it is a bit janky like and i think it made it charming i think like it's not perfect but it's charming because a lot of energy and effort went into making it look the way it did and it's it looks unique right. it's not another game that looks exactly like it but um if you just start doing everything with AI, eventually, as you were saying earlier, like it's just we're gonna have this dystopian future where everyone's advertisement just looks the same, every game looks the same, it's all the same assets. I don't know, I just I don't like it. Like sometimes lean into your inability to do something, just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. It can limitations can really push creativity, in my opinion. That sounds like a lot of work, Gary. I think I'd rather it is. just like, it is. like uh, AI do it for me. So anime, big tits. Anime big tits. <laughs> Anime big tits. I'm an artist. <laughs> I, I, I want to see old face. I want to go to that gallery where the guy's like, "Yes, I typed in anime big tits for this one." And what about this one? That was anime big tits as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm an artist. It's like you said earlier. It's like you don't you don't think that they're gonna make an AI that can type in anime big tits for a prompt? Yeah, yeah even that another AI to draw it. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty based AI, if you ask me. <laughs> pretty based. An AI of culture, I see. <laughs> the word based has been ruined for me over the past week with all the Power World stuff and all the AI defense. And uh, oh. It's basically like the exclusive word used of that crowd. Pretty based. Oh, AI's awesome. Based. Yeah. Shut up. That sounds pretty yeah. unbased to me. Yeah. <laughs> that, That's that pretty might be unbased. Attack on Doug there. I say based a lot, but it's I'm not a Power World. Or AI defender, so I'm not AI argument. That's no, no, no. That's not. That's not me. I feel like I'm actually the based one, and they're trying to take it from me. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah. There's definitely a bunch of co-opted. They can't have it. They can't have my based. You can take. You can take a lot from me, but you can't take my based. I feel like whenever you say based, Doug, there's like a there's like a hint of sarcasm with it. There's like a bit of humor to it. Yeah. There's like a little bit of irony in there. Yeah, a little base. A little self-awareness. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Power World. Power World. discussion. I enjoyed that. I'm already going to tell you guys the comments on that are going to be insufferable. I can't wait. It's gonna be there. people are gonna not like that all four of us haven't played it, but we've just had very strong what? opinions about it. Oh yeah, just play the damn game. Somebody told me that recently on Twitter. Just play the because I muted I muted the words Pal World and and Pokemon on Twitter, and they're just like that's so fucking stupid. Just play the damn game. Oh I yeah, was like like I'm sorry. I have one shit last to do. thing. One last thing about it though is like maybe the core gameplay of making your little bases and commanding your little dudes can be quite fun, but. If I feel like I'm basically playing something that's like ripped off something else too much, then it kind of gets in the way of what might have some fun little aspects to it as well. You know, like I could maybe it is quite fun to make your little base in Power World. 
but <laughs> your I still base. think your little base with your little guys, <laughs> yeah, and then you, you give them work, military weaponry. Off, you put your feet up. You maybe you watch a little television. You decide to take the dog for a walk, and you're like, yeah, maybe I'll make a little base <laughs> yeah. in the world. You know, it's very, yeah. Very I would, I would, I will say, if you do really want to play it, it's on Game Pass. I would do that rather than buying the game. Um, right. Absolutely, yeah. And also, if you do want to play like the little base building game, there's better options. Subnautica, go play that. It's fucking brilliant. There's no guns in that game. There is there's propulsion guns and the, oh, there's the rumors. Guns. They've said I think they're working on a new game and <laughs> oh, I think it might guns. be Subnautica three. Huge of Yeah, if, if they're making the Subnautica three, you can you can like you can even you can freeze the fish and stab them to death. The giant oh. Leviathans. <laughs> now, you're, take, now you're speaking take, the Power World player's language. I want to put <laughs> an AK-47 in an octopus's many hands and tell it to kill for the motherland. Otherwise, it's not based. Okay? <laughs> unbased, bro. Unbased. This is unbased. 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 But yeah, there's probably good things about Power World, but... There's a lot Doubt of things it. that are like yeah, like Nintendo's gonna sue the shell. Yeah, yeah. like their eventual, <laughs> their eventual decline and collapse into nothingness. That'll be the best thing. I mean, if it didn't look like a Gmod mobile game, I might be more interested. Yo, that's real. I watched Power World for the first time this morning. I was watching a different streamer who switched to it, and I stuck around for a little while because the chat was fun, and I stopped watching the game because I don't care about it. But I did notice that it looked like a fucking mobile game. I'm like, is this? Like yeah. Well, that's that's in right now, isn't it? That's like Genshin, right? Genshin's a mobile game, I think, that people yeah. love oh, yeah. and stuff like that, so... It looks well, like a Genshin's a little bit more... Genshin. It has, like, kind of shaders on it, like, so it's got a little bit more right, stylized. Genshin, Genshin's got a nice, I, like, I like Genshin's art style. Like, if you told yeah. someone that they were playing... There's somebody playing that game on desktop. If you told someone that that was being played on Bluestacks, they would believe you without question, immediately. Yes. You're like, oh, that yeah. looks like... Yeah, it looks like Bluestacks to me. Very yeah, Bluestacks sure. core. I yeah. agree. Very yeah. Bluestacks pill, even. What? Best. You know, I haven't I haven't played Genshin Impact. Have you guys played that? Not no. yet. I do want to though. I've heard it's quite fun. If you As like I... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and gambling and anime waifus, that's the game for you. Okay. Got it. I because I, I saw that, that they made that other game Star Rail or whatever. Yeah, Hon Honkai Hon Star Hon Rail. Honkai Star Rail, yeah. So I downloaded that the day after the game awards because I saw advertisement for it and I was like, let's just see what it's like. And I played it, I think, for like an hour on my phone, and I like didn't finish the tutorial. Oh, oh! You're like, I played for like an hour straight. Like you're you're in this like place, and like this like ship or something, and you're some uh, big titty anime girl, of course. Oh, the AI. Just go around... <laughs> anime tits. <laughs> and you just you go around and you just like the the conversations take so long. You're just talking to people and they're just there's so many characters like they'll they'll just have characters walk in and they'll talk for like twenty minutes. I still don't really understand what the gameplay is. So That's yeah, I, I, I think Honkai Genshin. Honkai is more of like an RPG, like a classic RPG. I think it's like turn based, whereas okay. Genshin's more like a kind of open world Zelda style RPG. Because I just sort of, I don't know why, I just assumed that it was, like, the same game, that they were just making the same game again. Because that's how the mobile game industry tends to be. Yeah. Mm. Um, the same, but now it's, like, future. It's yeah. spaceship-themed. Yeah. But I, yeah, I didn't no. quite get it. And, I, and then I turned my phone off and went to sleep. I don't get it. I, just, I love the idea of you being in bed and playing it for an hour and just turning to Kimmy, who's like completely like fast asleep and being like, I don't get it. And then you just like go to bed. <laughs> that, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. If she had stayed up, I, I might have played it for longer. We would have made fun of it, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. 
A lot of people like Genshin. I just kind of got bored of it. I just those open world games don't really do it for me. So I haven't, I haven't tried those, but Identity V, which is is a mobile an ASM. game. It's an ASIM, but it's a mobile game. Um, it has something similar. I noticed where it's just like there's a a lot of like storyline stuff and a lot of like yes, a lot of aesthetic and like there's an event happening right now, and I had to skip so much dialogue to get to the point where I could just get rid of the little red dot so that I had something to do. Um, so yeah, it's very like meaty with all the storyline, heavy storyline stuff in a boat in a, in an ASIM, which is like not what I'm looking for when I'm playing. Yeah, I think that's what most people aren't looking for in those games. They're looking for the multiplayer experience. Yeah. I never understood that either, because I... We tried Identity V a while back, and then I, I played it when it first came out, and there was so I had to, like... When I first launched the game, I had to play through, like, a really long, like, PvE tutorial thing. Oh my god, it yeah. took so long in Identity V. It took forever. V. Yeah. I remember you got that. that guy with the lantern walking around through the you know, house. Yeah. And, I I think it considers me a returning player, so I don't know if that still exists for a new player. Because I played, well, I played it like I about you guys years ago. Like I yeah. played it in when we were doing. I forget. Like it wasn't too long into the podcast. So like about a year ago, it was. So they still have it. Still there. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I had to, I had to deal with that. This is <laughs> like a law for me. If I was a game developer, every online game that you play with like your friends, you know, like a game that you can play with friends, should always have a button to skip the tutorial at the beginning so that you can get to the part where you can like get into a room with your friends. There's too many yeah, games yeah. or it's like Monster Hunter World for example, it's like yep. if you were doing yep. a story quest, you had to find the monster and watch a cutscene and then you can invite your friends to join you in the hunt. You should always be able to start playing with your friends as soon as possible because nothing is more annoying than when you and the lads, you've cracked open the cold one, maybe you finished up playing DBD for the evening and you're like, let's try out a new game and one of the bros hasn't done the tutorial and it's like 40 minutes that they yeah, have to I, go through. I, I, yeah, I remember when me and Doug were going to play last year and we had to sit through oh, quite yeah. the length. Like, it was a good yeah. tutorial. Like, I learned how to play the game and it cool, good, got me yeah. really excited for it. But it took, like, Half an hour? Yeah, those is a thirty minutes. There's like five chapters to the tutorial before oh you can play. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. Um, but again, you're not gonna have anybody. It's you're not gonna have that that situation where you get into the game and you don't know what you're doing. At least mm. that, that was what was the game that we had that there was that issue with. We we spoke on this back in those old Spine Chill days, like actually being confused about what's happening. Um, VHS. VHS when oh. you lo when you load in like your first time playing no tutorial and you're just like yeah what the fuck is going on here mm. like yeah this yeah. is really confusing mm -hmm. yeah like a good tutorial is great I just think people should have the ability to skip it if they so choose oh, the tutorial it's like yeah you got, if you got the lads well, who can coach you it's better than any tutorial you'll ever get right yeah based I do I do remember exactly what you're talking about Sino though because like I remember playing Monster Hunter World for the first time with you and Gab like years and years ago. Mm -hmm. And I like I hadn't done the tutorial yet, and so I think it was like legitimately like maybe like an hour plus until we could get into an experience together. Because like I had to do the tutorial, and then we all had to like like so somebody had to like start a mission to like hunt one of the monsters, like one of the basic monsters, and then you had to like get to a certain point and then invite us in, and yeah. then it like blew up the lobby afterwards, right? So then we had to do it all mm -hmm. over again. Yeah, I remember that being very. I, that's bizarre. the only time I ever played that game. I, I did have fun, but it was it would it did kind of taint the experience having to wait so long to get into it.
Yeah, you should just post up the quest on the little board thing and then everybody accepts it and then you all go together. You, you don't... I don't yeah. understand where you have to like watch the cutscene of like, this is the great Jagras, and then you're like, no, I can send out an SOS and now my friends can see the lobby exists and they can start joining. And it's just like, this is not what people play online games with their friends for, is to have yeah. to like wait for them to watch a cutscene. And like, again, if you want to watch the cutscenes, of course, I'm sure they're great, but it's just strange that so many online games, I think, get this wrong where mm -hmm. it's that weird awkward thing where you're kind of waiting to be able to play with your friends and most of these games are sold on the idea of you having fun with your friends in them so let's just get to the good stuff you know or they could make it so that you can all do the tutorial together also that i, I do like that too sometimes i don't think yeah. many games do that but i think it has been done before in the comments if you've ever had like a game where you can do the tutorial together yeah co-op tutorial that'd be cool i think if did monstrum did Monstrum 2 have it so that we could do the tutorial in the same room, or was that separate? I can't it was, remember. It was separate, but like we could, uh, it's like, I can't, it was something weird. It's like you could, you could queue up together, like do a co-op tutorial, but then you were put in separate rooms. Yeah. And then you progressed at different rates, depending on how quickly you move through the tutorial. So it wasn't quite synced up, I don't think. Yeah, I Shocking, that game came out so good. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have Monstrum 2 on my Spine Chill bingo card today, damn. Yeah, that would have been a great square. Every, every Spine Chill episode, we end up mentioning every single asymmetrical horror game. So, yeah. that's the next one off the list. Resident Evil Resistance! Thank you, thank you. One of us had to do it. Thank God, thank God. I was dying uh, over here. It's been like an hour. Please, let me see it. <laughs> Resident Evil Resistance! Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, we need to play that at some point. Yeah, I, oh, I thought... Yeah. That my okay. if I get to decide the homework, the homework I would probably say oh, is that we club. all play Resistance together for the book club. Oh, I want, I Sorry, want I should stop calling work. it homework. It makes it sound like a chore. Book club homework. No homework. Yeah, it's called fun, fun work. Yeah. I was I was actually bragging about how I know for a fact sometime in the next few months I'm gonna get a chance to play with you guys because like someone's gonna pick that for for book club at some point because we've talked about doing that for like a year and a half now, getting together and playing the game. We need an excuse to do it. Yeah. Should we talk about book club next? Actually, that's yes. a great, great Let's segue. Into okay. Book club, yeah. So for for everyone that uh, may not know exactly what I'm talking about or may have forgotten, in the last episode we talked about how we're going to start doing um, a book club thing, but with games, where each episode uh, we'll pick a new game, and then the next episode we'll have all played it and we'll talk about it. We'll discuss our findings, and uh, if you'd like, you can play along with us. Uh, for episode 43, we will be talking about Alan Wake 2. Yay! I'm excited. I'm so excited. Now, I I've played through the game uh, completely, but I think I'm the only one at this point. Like, I don't think any of you guys have, right? No. No. Okay. So I've played long enough to be like, it's like Twin Peaks. Okay. So you, so you so. played a bit of it, Sinnoh? A little bit, yes. Okay. Cool. And I was like, this game's I cool. Like, the atmosphere I is great so far. Okay. I played the Dead by Daylight PTB. I did too. That's my <laughs> okay, that's, so that's, your, that's the extent. So, you, uh, so, so uh, Gary and Doug, you guys haven't played Alan Wake 1. I've correct? never. No. I, okay. I was aware of the existence of Alan Wake strictly through, like, seeing it in media. I've never played a game. I've never watched a Let's Play. I've never watched a stream. I have. I'm the same. Prior to the PTB dropping, I had no... If someone would have told me that Alan Wake and Flashlights are like intrinsically linked, I wouldn't have known that. Like I had no mm. knowledge, no knowledge of it whatsoever. And as a bonus, I also have heard the Twin Peaks analogy. I've never ever heard of Twin Peaks. 
I mean, I've heard no, of it, but I don't know any. Oh. I know nothing See, about I, it. I have, I have no idea what Twin Peaks is. So I know like, it's, a, it's, a, film? It's, a, it's a show. It right? is a oh. TV show. Yes, directed by David Lynch. Yeah, oh, I've heard that Re name. Requiem for a Dream and all sorts of other stuff. Um, yeah, Twin Peaks is honestly it's a it's a good TV show. It came out you know a long time ago by now, thirty years ago. But um, it, it's influenced a oh, lot so it's of black media. Black and white. <laughs> yes, Gary. They were filming in black and white in the nineties. Gary, you're like thirty four. Yeah. Yeah, that was so that was so Doug uh, Pill. What you just I'm said. I'm thirty three. No, but like Twi oh, Twin sorry. Peaks have legitimately had a huge influence, not just on Alan Wake, uh, but also like on the Rusty Lake games, for example, or like the Life is Strange games are very influenced by um, Twin Peaks. It's had like a a big effect on things because there's there wasn't nothing quite like it before it came out and honestly there's been nothing quite like it since it's got kind of like a surrealist horror vibe to it uh that's very unique i might try so, and watch that at some point then it sounds interesting it's one of those things oh sorry you go ahead john i will say uh the tv show is very good in spots and then other t spots it's very boring because there was a lot of behind the scenes struggles where like david lynch was directing some episodes but not directing others and so the ones that he's not directing are really boring <laughs> yeah. oh that'll be a fun little yeah. game to be like this is one of the bad you'll, episodes you'll be able to tell when david lynch is not involved Ooh. because it'll just be them sitting around talking about eating donuts and shit like that oh like breaking bad in the breakfast scene sure Although I liked it when Breaking Bad got oh, that, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I actually don't mind the boring shit in Breaking Bad, to be honest. But yeah, the thing yeah. about Twin Peaks is like, you might have a bit of a Frankenstein thing, Gary, where Gary read Frankenstein and you didn't enjoy it. You read like half of it. I read half of it, it, found out Eagle wasn't in it, and I was like, well, fuck, fuck this book. But if Eagle's you, the best character. If you watch Twin Peaks remembering that Twin Peaks came out first, it helps to remember like Twin Peaks is still good. I'm not saying it's bad, yeah. but it's like you'll probably be like, oh, it's kind of like one of these type of things. And it's like all the things that you watched or played afterwards were like Twin Peaks. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah. that. Does way. it does it have like really boring characters that don't do anything for a long time? It I mean sort of. Okay, so it's yeah, but it's similar to Frankenstein then. Okay. Oh, I know what I'm going in for now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a yeah, it's a bizarre show. But anyway, um, but yeah, that that had a big influence on on Alan Wake. So um, Alan Wake has the same type of surrealist vibe. I'd be interested to know since since uh, Gary and Doug, you guys haven't played it yet, and so now you've played a limited amount. I'd be interested to know what your impressions of the game are and what your expectations going into it are. I have a guess. To. Um, because as Doug said, like the flashlights and the DVD thing were made a big deal. Apparently, that's like his thing is he's the flashlight man. So I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit like this. Might be a really strange comparison, but is it anything like Alone in the Dark? Because I assume the flashlight's really important to the game, whereas Alone in the Dark, obviously, that's integral. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I mean, flashlight... you, can, you, don't, you don't have to answer. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out when I play it. But yeah, like, yeah. That's that's the initial <laughs> thought. Is I have is Alone in the Dark, and I assume Alan Wake is a very polite man. In the in first Deadwide... game, maybe. Because you do the thing in the first game where you shine the flashlight at something to like weaken it, and then you start shooting it over and over. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're and shooting that's... this game. Okay. Oh, there's guns? Um, yeah. Alan Wake 2 is a little bit more like... It's kind of more like a crime investigation game, right, John? Oh. From what I've played? I, I, feel, like I, I feel like I can't say... <laughs> Doug, no. no. It's got guns in it! Doug, come back! Yeah, so that's the thing. That's my... So I have never played it, but 
from what I understand, it's very wordy. It's about a writer and he's very like, Oh, he's a writer. Very, yeah. Very dramatic and stuff. And so like, I expect to fucking hate it. Like I expect that it's going to, cause I think that I am the kind of person when I play games, I'm really into competitive multiplayer games, obviously, even ones that aren't necessarily designed to be competitive. And multiplayer games are what I'm about. I went really hard on fall guys. I went really hard on Pokemon unite as well. It's not just horror ones. I really, really mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. multiplayer. I get to beat you and, or I lose to you kind of games. So single player games for me have always been sort of a eh, automatically not that interested. And then no. and then but then I if I'm going to play a single player game like I really enjoyed Doom Eternal, um I'm the kind of guy who puts it on like nightmare mode and goes like hard as hell. Like I'm trying to like play hard. I want to be fast, I want to blow shit up. I want to move, I want to I want to action, 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 right? I'm very hyperactive imagination wise. So I'm a little worried that the pacing is not going to be my style, that there won't be a play style for me in it, which is C, smash, move, repeat, right? That's my... Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like Alan doesn't run. Yeah, I, is there a run button like, in the does, game? Does, uh, yeah, I feel like Alan's a walker. So, can I use a really... This one, this is one that you guys... This is one you guys <laughs> might actually... Death of art. This might be good. <laughs> Go this, might be, this might be good for you guys as a comparison. So, when I was growing up, I was a child Jesus. and, like... When I was growing up, I, I was, was a child. I was just going places. I was born as a baby, and then later I was a child. And when right. I was a child, maybe like middle school, high school age, is like when PlayStation 1 and Nintendo 64 were like the big things, right? Those were the games that were coming out when I was in that age. And I was really into Metal Gear Solid. And what I loved about Metal Gear Solid is you had the option if you wanted to like hide in the box and sneak around and do like all the, ooh, I don't ever want to get caught. Or you could just be like, fuck it, I'm going in and like shoot everybody and kill everybody and just have to mm. fight it out. And it was always way harder to fight it out than it was to sneak. And I always chose the fight it out option hundred percent of the time. And that was before, you know, I, this was before I, my brain was fully formed. That's just the way that I am when I play games. I always like prefer the violent fast paced option. That's harder than the easier take it slow option. So I'm worried that Alan Wake two isn't going to have that. Fuck it. Let's let's ball option. It's going to be like, take it slow. He's got a gun apparently. That's what I. I was a. Is he? Thrilled. Is he like Leon? Is he have, Evil? Like he's got. He's got his flashlight. He's got his gun. Is he gonna have like four bullets that I have to? Space what are you shooting out seven chapters? Actually, got, yeah. Is he shooting books? Yes, yeah. scary. He's shooting books. <laughs> like, is it like book monsters? They come out of the. <laughs> the books, like nightmare. Like, is it the things he's written down? Is there it's not the light come to life? It's not. <laughs> it's not cute say... little creatures that come out that are a bit weird, and you have to <laughs> no, shoot them. I... I'm just trying to figure I'm out what just... he's shooting at. Oh I don't gosh. know. The manifestations no, no, of his inner torment. <laughs> yeah, he's a right. Yeah, he wrote things down. They became monsters. He shoots like this like Silent Hill style. Torment, man. You're not. You're not far off. I will say that like Alan thank Wake, you, John. Alan Wake is probably. Well, I didn't want. To, I didn't know how much I wanted to spoil. No, I, I think it'd be funny like for you to go in. I think it'd be funny for you to go in thinking that you shoot books. Um, Hilarious. No, but yeah, Alan Wake is probably like the best Silent Hill game I've played, and like. 15 years um but oh, it, okay. it's like it's like the only way i could think of that you could do like a modern silent hill game so i would say that it that kind of vibe if you're going for that that's kind of what it's like i really Doug, hope he you... says i'm a writer just because i always think of kimmy saying that to me yes kimmy <laughs> loves that about Doug, if you have a sincere emotional reaction to it, any point of alan wake 2 that's how you beat it that's how you can win my friend at alan wake 2 by becoming invested in the plot and having oh, a sincere emotional reaction immersion. to it. 
You That's how you crush it, my friend. You want me to feel something when I'm playing the game, but I'm not yes. beating. A, but I'm not beating a person. So where's the dopamine come from? You're beating the game by enjoying it hmm. <laughs> and engaging with its narrative themes. I, I like because <laughs> is there like a, so for book club? Is there like a limit of how many hours we have to play? Because I just I don't know like if Doug gets fed up after two hours and goes, I hate this. Don't take the piss quite... and play it for thirty minutes. But <sighs> I'm not gonna enough. mail. I'm not gonna mail it. In. I promise. I mean, right. It's like a sixty dollar yeah. game, right? Like I don't think we're gonna game. force you to play through the whole thing if you're like, I cannot it, stand this it, thing anymore. Is it a sixty dollar game? Um, I is it a, is it a full sure, price? Actually. Is it a full price release? I think it so is. You can do it for YouTube. Price release, yeah. So my point, well, I'm doing ASIM stuff for YouTube, but is is it? Um, if it's a full price release, I'm not gonna. I don't have full price release money to, to play a game for twelve minutes. Like I'm gonna go and play it. I'm gonna get my my money's worth out of it. I'm gonna experience mm -hmm. it the way it's. You're gonna get high MMR in that. Is there MMR? If that's if that's real, then we're gonna be fine. Just yes. Yeah, like highest emotional reaction. <laughs> Maybe I'll speed run it. Let's see if I can set a record. That's a way. You could be like a, a blind uh, speed run. Yeah. You could have the fastest completion rate for someone who's never played it before. Am I going to get confused and frustrated? Is there like puzzles and stuff? Like, is this something where probably, I have to like? This is a trick question. I'm going to get confused and frustrated. Well, <laughs> there's, when? there's not. I wouldn't say that there's puzzles per se. There's not like, you know, slide puzzles or or anything like, like Resident that. Evil style puzzles, like moving yeah, it, pieces around to get. There's to not really room. anything. There's not really anything like that. There's there's maybe like a couple, but I I honestly can't even remember. Is it, yeah, is there it's, a, it's a major go, part of the it. spade key. I wonder where this goes. Yeah, the door that, of a spade that's that's, that's big. Yeah, is there going to be the gameplay is more basic than that? Is there, I, gonna be, oh, okay. is there gonna be an item that I can miss that I'm gonna need later and have to go all the way back and find it or else I can't progress in the story? No. Oh God, who hurt you? Which every, game hurt it's, you? It's not, it's not like Resident every, Evil in that Every respect. single player okay. game I've ever played hurt me on some level. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it is, honestly, the game is pretty linear, so you don't have to worry too much about like, Oh my god, I missed it, or or anything like that, oh, yeah. or like getting stuck on a puzzle. Like you'll you'll be able to go along at a pretty good pace, I think. Um, but the game does open up at a certain point too, and it, you kind of have a lot like, more freedom. Open up like emotionally, or open up. No, like in, in terms of like like it, it seems really linear at first, and then <laughs> I know, it kind of. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Doug's like it's I'm gonna being, make me open up I, emotionally and be vulnerable. I'm, I hate it. Yeah, no, I'm being daft right now. Being not based uh, game very not based <laughs> i'm excited to shoot books that's oh what i can say yeah well this will be a very interesting episode coming up to hear so your full glad. thoughts on the book <laughs> shooting book yeah, shooting too. emotionally driven puzzle game that'll, uh, take me, that'll take me 11 hours to get through the tutorial i swear to god but we'll see there's i will just say there's there's like a lot of good parts of the game that i enjoyed that i you know it, I'd like you guys to see, um, but I can't, you know, guarantee that you'll hit them because, you know, at a certain point, the game is kind of nonlinear. So some parts that I played like four hours in, you might play like 10 hours in or something. Um, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm very I'll complete. Yeah. I'm still very eager. Yeah, if you can complete it, that would be great, because I think there's one part in particular I'm very eager to discuss. Yeah, I'll, probably, we, I'll play the whole thing. Are we going to do Book Club as a... we? come to a consensus consensus part of me and what we play next type of deal or is it more like one of us will choose every time kind of deal i think um this is this is more of a consensus kind of one because but i think i think in future it's kind of fun if 
we just if we take of, turns. If we the just consensus go, right, guys, being... I want you to play this adorable yeah. hellscape game that I like. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> this was kind of a consensus pick, right? So next yeah, time Yeah, three we'll do... of us came to a consensus. <laughs> three senior game. co-hosts did come to a consensus, true. Yeah. That's right. That's real. And Doug was okay. there in the chamber. I mean, I was able to cope. Doug didn't argue against it. I was time, able to so... cope because I was like, well, technically this is connected to DVD because DVD's Alan Wake chapter is coming yes. out. So I, I'm able to use like my, my particular brand of neurodivergence can like justify saying like, well, this will help me understand the new chapter in DVD better if I have some more source material knowledge. That's why I was like, hell yeah, let's do Alan Wake. I have no desire to play the video game. Like, I'll, I can't, I can't I, wait to hear him say the, the 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 voice lines I've heard in DVD in the game, like thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the most famous lines from Alan Wake too. Is when he is says really? thank you after yeah after his partner heals him. Yeah, does yeah. that actually help the Yeah, he says thank you and he gets healed. It's what a it's nice so chap. What a nice chap. Yeah, very very polite. renowned book Alan hating polite fans. Alan Wake. If you go uh, to the Alan Wake subreddit, that's like the the big thing on the side. It just says thank you. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. And then I guess yeah. another one of his voice lines would be like, I hope there's not any books around here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gun We're talking talking sound. Book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take that literature. Eat, eat lead book. <laughs> Gary, you would unironically love that, actually. Oh, I don't... would, yeah, that'd be the grass thing. Take that Frankenstein. <laughs> oh my god. Each one of these books is Frankenstein. That's gonna be Gary playing. Yep. <laughs> okay, wait. Yeah, are, do we, do you Take really Igor out of the story, will you? <laughs> do you really shoot books in this thing? Like, is that real? No. Okay, I'm so confused. Well, <laughs> I'm just making fun of Gary a little bit. Oh, I like. Is Igor in it? Igor <laughs> in it. It's Igor it? in it. Oh, I love Igor. You know, I Igor was a character in Prop Night, by the way. Igor was the. Oh my fucking dude. Yeah. gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I this I can relate to this conversation. Yeah, full circle. Now Doug's interested. Igor's in the game. Prop Night. <laughs> it's coming back. Fantastic's coming Night back. No, <laughs> Prop Night's never coming back, bro. Those yeah, guys are going to prison, probably. Are you they're okay? just a fart in the wind. Those guys are probably going to jail. The Fantastic guys, they're in big trouble, <laughs> right? Like they're, they're not, I don't think Fantastic, I don't think they're coming back for Prop Night, dude. Like they're, <laughs> they're not having a fantastic time, are they'll they? Be, they'll be lucky uh, to make it to their kids' graduations after the shit they pulled, man. Like, that, oh, that's, damn. yeah, there's, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That problem is dead. What a delightful point to... <sighs> Love to end the podcast on a high note. <laughs> oh, um, you know what? All right. I think this has been our best season yet. Could be I think so, season. too. Legit, Legit this has been a, a, a particular delight. Well, I'm, I'm very eager to come back next week and, and discuss Alnwick 2, and then to also announce our, our next book club whenever... whenever Who's going to be going first? That's a good question. Should we go... How do we pick that? Whoever has like the strongest idea, maybe. Or how do we decide how that? Do you decide right. the strongest idea? Who is I, physically strongest? I, I, I already <laughs> vote for me. Yeah, I already like, vote for my, me. My, That's my, yeah. my idea could beat your idea in a fight. Yeah, my, I <laughs> That's the win. killing game. <laughs> <laughs> we could um, we could just we could decide randomizer or something. We could also decide this something. on our we could decide this on our own. And that yeah, way, yeah. I, we'll, that way we'll I won't decide. get humiliated in front of everyone. You know what I mean? Like we talk about behind closed Again. doors. And, yeah. We'll decide which Stop, senior co-host will go first. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I got humiliated. Because you'll make anyways. us play Puppet Master Doug or something that has like <laughs> 20 you know, viewers. You know the thing is, is what hurts the most, Lloyd, is that you're just assuming that I'm going to do something to try and hurt you. And that I'm not going to be thinking about you guys as my friends 
as well as my colleagues. And I'm not going to, again, I could, I could hurt you all and just be like, oh, Project Playtime. And you've all played it and then you all, you all hate it. Right? I know, I know how to hurt you and that's not what I want to do. I want it to be and fun. another one off the bingo card. You had to mention it, didn't you? You had to mention it so it's on the bingo card. Though. Sure, yeah. No, I'm, We're not going to yeah, turn around yeah, and be so. like, bingo. we should play Umi Neko no Naku Koro Ni, are you either? I literally like, figure you, you will. I figure you will so. do that. Thank yeah, you. Like, I, okay. I'm saying, my point is that I'm going to approach it in a way <laughs> That works for everyone because I'm a team player and it's only like, what, 11 more months till I can apply for senior co-host. So I got a lot. Of, I got oh, a lot of hustle, yeah. Hustling I, to do. I know which game I'm going to pick. Sorry, I've decided. Oh, there you go. See, we're already coming up with ideas. I hope you guys yeah, are looking right. forward to it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And feel free to play along with us. You got two weeks till the next episode. So make sure you get in, get in time. And we will be talking spoilers, obviously. Yeah. Just, and you can find us in the comment section over our opinions. Yeah, hopefully there won't Thank be you, too Karen. much fighting. Eat I mean, lead books. Eat, eat <laughs> fuck you, books. Igor. <laughs> I thought Frankenstein was good. Fuck you, Gary. <laughs> Take my favorite character out of the book, will ya? Yeah. I'll show you. It says Igor Stan 69. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for listening, especially all of our devoted fans in Romania. We thank love you, you as always. Hugs and kisses. Um, on behalf of me, John Wolf. Our senior co-host, Gary, the Hot Cross. Yeah. Senior co-host, Sino Beats. Thanks for having me. And junior co-host, Doug Running Man. Having Thank you so you. much You're... for joining us. Nah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Bye. We didn't even discuss the fact that you're dressed up as Ken from Barbie. I know, that's the best.